0: Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Spiritual Side Note. This is Shay and Haley chilling in our dining room on a Friday night
1: Mm -hmm. in Orange
0: County as our kids are sleeping. Um, We are really excited to chat tonight. Um, We love, truly just love having these conversations really good and beneficial for us. And so I hope that they are helpful for you as well. Kaylee's smirking at me for some reason, um, but I hope that they are helpful for you. No, I'm smirking at thought. you
1: because I feel like I just had a deja vu because you've said that before. Yeah, but I don't know in how many episodes. So I was just wondering how. Uh,
0: Consistency often we say is it, key. But it's
1: key. Yeah. <clears throat> I was just smiling. I think it's good because it's but, true. We love doing. It's true. This having conversations.
0: Yeah. Um yeah and i like to tell people when you're like smiling or making a face because they can't see you so it gives them a little (laughs) bit of a window into what i get to see every single
1: day okay well then in full disclosure shay yawns like the entire time i die (laughs) on here, and i have to sometimes close my eyes so i don't start yawning too
0: yeah it's not it's
1: in boredom
0: it's no it's not in boredom (laughs) It's. I don't know what it is actually. <laughs> Other than I've heard that you yawn because it's your body thinks it's not getting enough oxygen.
1: So maybe you're freaking out and it's trying to like maybe air. I,
0: I don't know. I think it's because we have two little kids and I'm exhausted. Mm. I just operate. It's kind of like the whole, you know, my yeah, secret is i always like tired. you don't, like, yawn
1: the entire night doing anything I know. else. <laughs> I, don't,
0: I, I don't know if it's because I'm just, like, trying to focus in and listen, but I can't talk or I try not to move a lot so it's not super loud. I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's but true. But I do yawn You a lot. do
1: move a lot, so maybe it's your body just, you know, like, doing something because you have yeah. to so Yep. Interesting.
0: Could be that. So... Anyways, thanks for <laughs> writing me out. That was kidding. I like that. That was fun. you um, Tonight, we have a fun little Athelia story, quote, thing um, that was rather entertaining. Well, I wasn't there, but Haley's rendition of it's rather entertaining. So, take it away.
1: So, tonight, we had some friends over for dinner, and Athelia mostly ate rice, or kind of. A lot of it was on the floor, but she
0: <laughs> really, really wanted
1: to play, so she wasn't eating a ton. And our kids just haven't been sleeping, like, super great. And last night was really rough, and Hagen was up to eat, and so... Like five like, times? <laughs> I don't even know how many. So I was like, we're not doing the let's get up in the middle of the night and eat thing. So, Athalia, you need to eat your dinner. Anyways, after our friends left, I told Athalia I'd play a little game with her, and then we came back inside from playing our game outside, and she walks over to the pantry in the kitchen and just opens it and stares at it. And I don't say anything to her. She just goes, I just love this pantry. I'm not looking at it because I like what's in it. I just love to look at it. <laughs> and I trying so hard not to laugh. And I was like, Oh really? What do you love about it? She slowly closes the door and goes, I just love the way the pantry is made. And starts <laughs> to walk away. And I was like, are you hungry? Would you like a snack? Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So nonchalant. She was just, you know, perusing, getting her options. So when mom asked what (laughs) snack she wanted, she knew.
0: She was fishing.
1: Oh, She was fishing for a snack offer. She can do that a lot lately. Before I even say anything, she counters it with like, uh, I'm not doing this because I love the color pink. Doing this because I like this book. Like, no, you don't. But reverse psychology.
0: Which, she by the way, yeah. I
1: just found the two books we've been looking for for Hagen. Aphelia like had stuffed them in her pillow and zipped it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. And I was like,
1: "Why did you do that?" She goes, "I don't know." <laughs> anyway,
0: probably playing a game.
1: I mean, probably she yeah. zips things in that pillow all the time. It's really funny. It's true. So, anyway, anyway.
0: well, tonight um, we were talking about faith. We're gonna have a little conversation about faith. Yeah. This was really inspired by Haley. So tell us everything so about take faith. Take it away. Yep. Teach um, us everything we need yeah, to know about faith.
1: That's not going to happen. We have 19 minutes. Yeah, and go. <laughs> um. So my heart in talking about this, just in vulnerability, is it's been something God's been really laying on my heart heavy. Hmm. Um. Since before we left Michigan, I think because a part of him, she's about to yawn right now. No, no. Oh, I like that you are. A part of him talking to me about faith was, are you going to do whatever I ask? As in like saying yes to moving across the country, even when it doesn't make sense and the logic isn't there and you're established in this place and you can't see what's ahead. So having the faith that God would provide, especially when I knew that I knew that I knew that he told me that he was going to do this mm. and did i believe him like did i fully have faith and they did it was one of the first times in my life i've experienced this like i believe that he's doing this like i can't describe it but like i know that like what he says is going to happen is going to happen i couldn't tell you exactly how it was going to happen i just knew that it was going to happen.
0: And it wasn't that I didn't believe it when Haley said it, but I was very skeptical.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, God took us on the journey here in two very different ways. Mm-hmm. And I shared this a couple episodes ago, but when I had prayed and asked God if we were ever to move to Orange County, he would have to make it super clear. Um, he did in such a way that I couldn't deny that like this is what he was going to do. Yeah. Um, I think he used that as a foundational example in my life to begin to speak to me about faith in a deeper way or at a deeper level. Like I've been praying for deeper faith. And right after we moved here, Pastor Rick had like two sermons back to back on faith. I was like, okay, God, I hear you. Like you're talking very specifically to me about faith and how it connects to who you are and our relationship with you. And I was studying the book of Mark at the time, and it talked about Jesus not being able to do miracles. Not that he couldn't in his power, but it said, Mark 13, I think it was, that Jesus, in one version it says, didn't. Another version said he couldn't do miracles because of the people's lack of faith. And he was amazed at their unbelief. And something about that hit me differently this time that like, because the people lacked faith that Jesus could do a miracle, he didn't do it. He couldn't do it. And then there's other times Jesus said that people's faith made them well. Like the woman who believed that if she just touched the fringe of his robe, she would be made well. And God's power does that, but there's something deeply connected to what we believe about God. Like in the certainty of who he is that like, I have the faith that you can do this. Mm -hmm. But then you rewind to Daniel in the Old Testament with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who are about to be thrown into a fire and they have the faith that God can rescue them. And they tell Nebuchadnezzar that God will rescue them. They say he, he can and he will, but even if he doesn't, mm-hmm. he's still God and he's still good. And, like, that's a weird, disconcerting balance to sit in. Yeah. When you experience it internally, it, quote, makes sense. You're like, yeah, I get how I can have this deep faith knowing that God is God. He can do whatever he wants. And even if he doesn't, he's still good. But to try to, like, verbally communicate that sounds like such a dissonance. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it is, it feels like a dissonance where you're like, how can those two things exist? But they do. Um, anyway, God's just been like speaking to my heart about faith and how it's connected to how he works and what he does and the work he wants to do in my life. And a part of me practicing that faith right now is like already praying for things and believing that they're going to happen and not in a name it claim it way, but in like a healing way, like um believing that god will fully remove an eating disordered mindset from me that m- maybe it's something that i will have to continue surrendering control in but like it won't run my life like it's not going to be this thing and because i i know stories where people have been like completely healed because hmm. i've also heard the side that's like maybe this will be my thorn in my side yeah and i think sometimes it's a cop out I don't think people always mean it that way, but I think it can be like, oh bummer. Or it's maybe sometimes a um what's the word? Almost like a naive statement. At least it was for me, where like, yeah, God's probably not gonna do that. Like I just I I just didn't think about it being like possible. Yeah. Like, cause we're all gonna struggle with things. Um and so I even I even have a hard time like Verbalizing this for like the potential quote world to access because I don't want to come across like I'm saying like a name it claimant kind of thing or That i'm like pushing back on people who say they might have a thorn in their side This is just what god's been talking to my heart about and the posture of my heart towards things That i've said or things that he's asking me to pray in faith for Because that's the other thing too. I think faith is deeply connected to the heart of god like listening to what it is he wants And praying for that and believing it, like believing in his character and who he says he is, believing that what he says is true and um, operating in such a way that I am praying and believing in faith that he will do what he says he'll do, Um, even if it doesn't look the way I think it should look. Because then, I know there's like a long monologue, then I go to Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane And he's praying that God would take the cup from him. And God could have, and he didn't. Like, what do you do when your prayers aren't answered the way you think they should be? But God could have done that. Like, I don't know necessarily how that would be connected to Jesus' faith. Like, did he have the faith that God would change his will? Or did he just believe God could change his will? But clearly, either way, Jesus had faith enough that God was good and that the Father's plan was right, that no matter what he what his flesh wanted, he did what the Spirit said to do, which was to submit to the Father's will and surrender himself to die for us. That like, yeah, that had to feel like a dissonance too. The God of the universe praying for the God of the universe to <laughs> change his will, and he doesn't. Like. Anyway. So, yeah, God's just been talking to my heart a lot about what do I believe? Like, what do I believe about him? What do I believe that he can really do? Do I really believe he could do anything? Anything. And not in a, like, yes, put a Lamborghini in front of my house sort of way, but in a I don't have to manipulate situations, create opportunities, save up a million dollars, have all of the access to all of the things, like, all I have to do is surrender to him and obey, and he owns everything. He can give to me whatever he wants me to have. He can put me in contact with whoever he wants me to be in contact with. He can give me the opportunities to speak and preach and teach the word or to write in any of the ways he wants me to do it if I just obey. Because in the past, I've kind of like freaked out when things don't go the way I thought they should, or someone else got an opportunity because I didn't move quick enough. Like whatever that might be, um, for anyone else's story that like, I'm not powerful enough to thwart the will of God. If, if I say no to him, that there are consequences for that, but I believe his will will continue to still work out. And maybe my spiritual, like repercussions and rewards will be different because I disobeyed, but he's just more powerful than we typically give him credit for or live in. There's just, I don't know. There's just been a lot of peace in that, that he will legit provide all I need and I don't have to like figure all the things out. I just have to listen and obey. And if he says, do this, like I will, but I don't have to come up with all the ways and the reasons and the means, but do I believe he can
0: Yeah.
1: see that was a lot of things but that's just where my head and heart have been like the last several weeks like deep places with lots of deep questions about like what faith really is because then God's word says we're saved by grace through faith like it's connected to the way God works
0: oh and that kind of takes me uh segues, that's what I was looking for, Segways. me, uh, I was, I had this like, earlier. So you were talking about the verse where it says he was unable to do miracles in his hometown, mm-hmm. um, and he said that it was tied to their faith, and if he could do it, um, but I, I wonder if it's less, and, and hear me, maybe this is semantics, I'm totally willing to hear that, but, um, is it, faith that he could do a miracle, like faith that he could heal someone, or is it faith that he was actually God? Because, like, we're saved by grace through faith that mm-hmm. Jesus is who he says he is. He is fully God. God loves us, and he came to die for for us. Um And so, like, I just wonder if it was more tied to that, because, like, I heard somebody preach on this one time mm-hmm. about the... um a prophet not having honor in their own hometown, I, I think there's almost this like, wait, we grew up with you. Like, you were a kid with us. We we played tag in, in by the lakeshore or whatever. Like, they would have thought of Jesus or his brothers. Like, it would be really hard to convince my siblings that I'm, you know, the son of God. <laughs> um, and uh, and so just, like, wondering through that if, if it was more about, like, a lack of belief. Not that he could heal because there would have been diviners and other things that that healed people or did tricks to make people think that there are miracles things like that um at that same time but i wonder if it was a lack of belief that he was who he said he was
1: yes i think so that's what i mean
0: and so i just wonder yeah. if the like if, if that's it's less about like i believe that you can do this and more about like i believe that you are the son of god um but i i don't know if that's necessarily true like especially when I look at some of the other scriptures where it says Jesus said, like, by your faith, or the centurion soldier, he said, I haven't seen a faith like this in, um, in all the region or something like that. Um, and it doesn't say that the centurion had faith that he was the son of God, right? but just that he could heal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I don't really know. Like, that's why I'm kind of posing it as this, but because our faith is so tied to believing that he is who he says he is. That in turn, we believe that he can do yeah. what he says he, he can do.
1: Yeah. I think I meant them tied together like that, but I hadn't really thought about the differentiation. So perhaps there's that.
0: This is an interesting topic because, like, faith is feels like something that's not logical. Um, because, like, even Hebrews talks about it is the... Oh, shoot. I always miss... I always mess it up. Faith is the mm-hmm. confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Um, so it's like it's something you can't see. It's You're, you're hopeful for something. Um, but the funny thing is for me, and I don't know if anyone else is like this, but faith feels logical to me. Like for my strengths finder, and I don't know if you love or hate personality tests, Um, I'm on the fence about them, but sometimes they're helpful. Sometimes they're not. Um, but I really like StrengthsFinder and my number three strength is faith. Um, it's just always been something where it's like, yeah, like, of course I believe in God. Of course I believe who he is. Um, and I think that our faith can deepen as we have a richer understanding of who God is for sure. But it's like, I don't know. I've, I've only remember like a couple times in my life where I've like doubted god's existence um and so like for me it feels almost more like a logical thing where it's like well duh god exists like yeah of course he does like I've, I've seen him i've heard him and it's just easy for me to to believe but i think that um the balance of that is like trying to figure out the um the tension uh not even tension the relationship between our faith and our deeds because we're not saved by works But James talks about, like, show me, I'll show you my faith by my deeds, right? Like, he says, like, if basically if you really believe, then something would change in your life, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't say, oh, I believe in Jesus, and then continue to do everything the same way as if Jesus has not affected your life, because if he's transforming you and renewing you, and um, then something would have to change with your deeds with your actions um and that's that's the hard part i think for someone like me who's more logical it's like well yeah i believe but then like it can become about more of the deeds um than not does that make sense or did i lose you i feel mm, like i no, lost you me a little bit yeah
1: you you're saying because your faith feels logical you become more of a worker than uh a-
0: yeah, like I don't. Almost like I don't have to question certain things. I don't wonder about certain things. I don't. Uh, I worry plenty, but I don't worry about like certain things, like God's existence or that He can't do things. Like those things just aren't really questions in my mind. Um, so I get more focused on other things. Hmm. Which is funny because like I I worry about. Like, things like finances. Um, but I think that's because, like, that feels like the part of my role in in life. Like, God, God provides for our needs, but, like, he doesn't say, like, I'll give you enough money to live in Southern California. <laughs> like, he doesn't specify that. So, like, I think there's this uh, temptation for me to take control of certain things.
1: Yeah, but if he put us here, then he would provide what we needed <laughs>
0: And that's the truth that I that I don't always hold on to. Like, if he asks us to do something or he asks anyone to do something, like, he'll provide the way to do it. Like, he's not going to ask you to, well, I'm, like, second-guessing myself. Because sometimes I think he might ask you to do something that doesn't actually turn out to anything. But it was simply just to be obedient because you needed to learn something through that. I'm thinking. What do you want to say to so, that? You look like you have something on your mind.
1: Well, I was thinking about how Pastor Rick said more than once in the few short sermons I was here for before he left Saddleback that if you say you believe it, but you don't do it, you don't believe it.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: So he's like, if you say you believe, this thing in the Bible is true, but you're not doing it, you don't believe it. And like that was so simple, but hit home. Like, Mm -hmm. well, of course, if I, if I say I believe you can do anything or if I say I believe that you provide all that I need, but then I'm trying to control my own life, I don't really believe you can provide all that I need or that you will.
0: There you will. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can, but I don't know that you will. So I got to make up.
1: But then that makes me wonder, like, do I really believe that he could then? Mm -hmm. Or is it like, well, you can, if I do my part, like, God can work outside of me. Even if I jacked it all up, he could still give me all that I needed. Again, it doesn't mean it looks the way I think it's going to look. Mm -hmm. Um, But that statement just kind of started, like, rolling through me. Because I think there is this fine line between... Belief in legalism because Mm -hmm. I almost feel like that's what you're tilting into with what you're saying like I believe and have faith that God is God but I can tilt towards the works yeah in the sense that like I think that's where the Pharisees super ended up was they had faith that there was a God they didn't really know him Mm -hmm. though because they became so wrapped up in doing all the things that their hearts were whitewashed tombs like they were dead inside Um, and I, yeah, there's just like this strange, slippery spot in between there where humility comes into play. You're just like, God, you have to humble me, teach me who you really are. So I don't tilt either way into, I have to do all of the things myself or do nothing at all, right? Like you'll do whatever you want because then. I'm not acting in faith. If I'm mm-hmm. just like, God can do whatever he wants, but like, I'm going to sit on okay. my couch. Like, no, there's still faith in action. Well, I that's still... not even
0: loving, right? Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's not loving to him, ourselves or others. Mm-hmm. Like, um, today I was reading in the book of John and came across John three sixteen, hmm. And I, did a, just a short, like handwritten study on it. And I have been in John now for just a few days. And the number of times that it says sent or give has just kind of blown my mind. Mm. Like Jesus came to be flesh among us as the word. He came as light And the world missed him. Like, his own people missed him. Mm. But then it says the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Even in the midst of our screw-ups or a lack of faith or whatever it might be, like, darkness does not overcome the light of Jesus. Okay. That being said, today, when I was reading John 3.16, just the fact that it said that God so loved the world, he gave. Mm like just so challenged my heart because it's so easy to live a life of selfishness where like I'm providing for myself or for my family and hear me like trying to provide for your family is not wrong, but where's the posture of my heart in that? Like, am I the one thinking I'm doing this and I have to, and I have to, and I have to, and you have to. Um, Or like protecting my time in the past where I would just like isolate myself or I would try to be so much for so many people or try to be the best friend I could or how do I even be a friend? Like the things I was doing in life had so much to do with me and me protecting myself that I wasn't actually freely giving and freely giving is directly connected to love because God is love and out of his love, he gave himself and he didn't have to In fact, logically, he shouldn't have. Nothing about God's grace makes sense. He was perfect in heaven, away from all of the muck, technically, right? I'm putting that in quotes. And he entered into it on purpose because he wanted to, because he loved us. He gave himself like the king of the universe. And yet we just easily intrinsically make our lives about us. We become inward focused. So to sit on a couch and just believe like, okay, God will do whatever he wants is not the outward focused of like giving freely the way that God has designed us to be as mirrors of him. Yeah. That like, there is something directly connected to our faith in what we do.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like look at someone's life. Yeah. And if you're watching what they do and then they're saying something else, like you can sense the dissonance, not just mm-hmm. in a life of faith, but For even sure. outside of that, right? Like, yeah, yeah. If you walked around and just heard someone cursing everyone out all the time, and then they said, I believe in being kind, you would wonder if they really <laughs> did, because yeah. they weren't ever kind to anyone. Um, that kind of thing. Like, does my life show what I really believe? Yeah. And I think sometimes what makes me sad is when people say they believe something and they genuinely believe they believe it. Yeah. And they have no idea that they don't know what's real.
0: Yeah.
1: Or that there's actually a freedom that they're missing because they're so trapped in a reality that they live in. Yeah. That isn't real. Yeah. Um... And it's like our f-
0: behaviors or our decisions are based off what we actually believe yeah, or, yeah. or prioritize mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: And yet when those actions and decisions are different from what you're saying you mm-hmm. believe, but you can't see what it is you really believe, yep. like that's when I pray for God to do miracles like in hearts and minds because that, that is such a trapping place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... Yeah, I think then the faith of the believers around those people to pray for them
0: mm.
1: is huge. Yeah. Like the friends that carried the paralytic man to Jesus and he said that your friends faith has healed you like what? Yeah. Like who knew? Yeah. Like it's so then that goes again to that word freely giving like it's not mm-hmm. just about us, like our faith means something to other people.
0: Yeah.
1: And to the way we bring them before the Father and Surround them with prayer and yeah, like there's just, I don't know. There's so much to it. I don't yet understand, but I I've just been blown away by the depth of what faith really means Mm -hmm. and what it is and how God wants to use that in our lives to usher us into deeper places with him,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. to knowing him better and loving him more, letting him love us more letting him take up more space in our lives because the, the more crap I cram in there, the less space there is technically for him to like work. I have to be willing to lay all that at his feet so he can clear it out. And, um, as I'm believing in faith, that he will clear those things out and give me more of himself. Like he does. And not because I believe it, but because he's God. And yeah, I'm trusting that he'll do it. Like it is, It happens simultaneously. He can do whatever he wants, but he never shoves his way in anywhere. He freely shows himself. I really believe that. Yeah. Um, But he is a God of love, so he doesn't force himself upon anyone.
0: Yeah. Anyway, my thoughts are all over the place. This balance is like... It's even like seen in the rest of Hebrews 11. I referenced that earlier, but like by faith, Abel brought God a better offering. By faith, um, Noah, when warned about things not seen, built an ark, right? By faith, when Abraham called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, he obeyed and went. And so like, it's this idea of like, because of my faith, I will do these things, Mm -hmm. Um, and they do really go hand in hand. It's not that those things save you or, or whatnot, but it is out of your faith mm. in him. It is out of his love that we even can have faith in him. Um, and that's our response. Um, one of my favorite, like, I guess, sermon clips, his, uh, uh, Judah Smith talks about how he says your, your greatest challenge um, isn't your discipline your your devotion your your greatest challenge is actually believing the gospel that Mm -hmm. could there be a love that's so so high so wide so vast so deep so scandalous so inclusive right like can there actually be this love um and i think that it's having faith in a love that is as radical as god's truly is Mm -hmm. is what brings about transformation and maybe that's like this deepening of this faith because a lot of people are like, oh, I have faith that there is a God or, you know, I have faith that God sent Jesus. I have faith that God loves me. And it's almost this like stair-stepping process, but to actually believe like wholeheartedly, yes, God like loves us and mm-hmm. sent Jesus for us. Um, I just think that love is truly, truly transformational and powerful. Mm-hmm. Um and almost going back to what you were saying about, like, it's, it's hard to find this balance of, like, I don't believe in prosperity gospel or, or name it, claim it, but how to ask um, and believe that God's going to do things. And I think it starts with right motives. James 4, I was actually reading this morning, talked about that, where it was like, you don't have because you don't ask. But even mm. when you ask you're asking for selfish motives, for your own pleasures to be fulfilled. Um, and that just kind of like struck me hard this morning. Like, God, I want, I want to ask for things out of a pure heart and a pure motive. You know, I've mm-hmm. had a few different people ask me lately, like, where do you see yourself in five years? Well, when I ask myself that question, um, I ask God to speak into that. Am I am I asking him to, to speak in this existence or to give me something that makes me feel better? Or am I asking because I, I want him to truly call me into into something, um, or to be something, or to be more of something, or whatever it might be, and just really wanting the motives of my heart to be surrendered and, and pure in that that it's like, God, what whatever you have for me. Like, I want to ask with those motives that I'm truly surrendered Mm -hmm. Um, and that have the faith that, like, if you give that direction to me, like, I'm going to obey like Mm -hmm. Abraham did. I'm going to press into that. I'm going to believe that that's what you have for me. Um, And discerning whether it's God's voice or my voice or other people like that's that's another aspect. But um, truly having the faith that God wants what's best for us. um, And that looks different than what we think. Right, it looks. It can easily look different than the the worldly things around us, but um, believing and having the faith that He has our best interests in mind, and that's really the development of our character, I think, most of all, so that we can experience more intimacy with Him.
1: Hmm. The um, story comes to mind from the New Testament with the father who says i believe but help my unbelief yeah. he so desperately wants to believe yeah but has this like but can you like is this really possible yeah. and that's been the cry of my heart lately like god i believe help my unbelief hmm. i want to have deep faith help my yeah. unfaithfulness <laughs> like yeah. whatever it might be that keeps me from truly believing and living in the truth of who you are like take me deeper still um And I think paired with that is this prayer lately. I'm reading a book called Full by Asherita Ciu, C-I-U, C-I-U. And she talked about how her, this book is specifically about eating or food fixation, not necessarily eating disordered mindsets, though that is why I'm reading it. Because I know my brain is still quite messed up and I believe God can free me from that. But it's powerful to read other people's stories who have walked through freedom, right? Yeah. Kind of like I mentioned earlier. And this woman has. And she said that at the beginning of this process, she didn't even desire to, like, desire God. (laughs) She, like, she did. She had a relationship with him, but it wasn't like she even, like, hungered and thirsted for him. So one of her prayers became, like, God, help me to want to want you. Mm -hmm. And then when she would, like, really want, like, a piece of cake or whatever, it became, like, help me to want you as much as I want that piece of cake. Mm -hmm. And that has just kind of transferred into my world these last few days since reading that. Like, no matter what it is I'm craving in that moment, whether it's to buy something or turn on a TV show or get a five-minute breather by myself or dot, 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 whatever it might be. God, help me to desire you the way I desire that thing. Because that is a prayer that pleases him, that truly comes from not a place of like, I want to be awesome. But God will honor that prayer because he wants us to desire him. For sure. Um, And it might take a really long time, but God is timeless. Like, he is not constricted by time. Like, Abraham was promised to be the father of many nations, and he still didn't have a son. And he believed and had faith in God's promise, but he still tried to insert himself. Like he married another woman and tried to have a kid by her because his wife was barren. Though God said his wife is going to be the one that bears a son. Like so, even Abraham had this like I believe, help my unbelief <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. But he didn't see the nations turned into many nations mm-hmm. this side of heaven. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, that's a hard thing to... Right,
1: and Noah was building an ark for 80 years. Who know? He probably didn't even have any friends. Like, I guarantee you that man was so made fun of. Yeah. But to keep working on it, yeah. not just to believe it, but to keep working on it shows the belief that I, God is telling me to do this. Yeah. Um. Can you imagine the day that the rain started falling? <laughs> like, this weird sheer joy and panic, almost of like, what yeah. is this? Like, they've never seen rain before. But also like... I did this for a reason. Um, But like that, that kind of emotion I think will exist in eternity with Mm. uh, pastor Rick said this too. Like God has all the time in all of eternity to answer the prayers uh, that are deeply like rooted in faith of like, I believe you're going to do this. He has all of eternity to fulfill his promises to us maybe not every prayer that we pray in the way that we want it to be answered, but his promises. His promises, yeah. Like, that's so true. Like, eternity is forever. He has all the time. Um, And God isn't limited by that. So my encouragement to anyone listening is if you're, if you have something on your heart you've been praying for because you felt like it's been laid there or you know that you know that, like, believing in this thing about who god is is like what you're supposed to believe and even if he's asking you to do something that seems crazy do it it might not make sense to your family or to your friends or even to yourself but if you know that he's nudging you like obey there is deep reward whether or not you see it this side of heaven though i do believe we see it even if it's just in peace knowing like i took one step closer in this walk of obedience, surrender to who God is. But he rewards those who obey him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And not always with riches and power. <laughs> like that's, that's not always the way God rewards. That's not what his word promises. But he does promise that he gives us what he needs. Yeah. What we need, we, sorry. Yeah. And that he fills and fulfills us. And Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Like when we hunger and thirst for righteousness, when we fill ourselves with him, we're satisfied. So if there's this like longing in your heart and it's taking a while or someone you've been praying for who just doesn't have faith, who doesn't believe in Jesus, like don't give up praying. Build the ark for 80 years. Like trust that God will bring about his promises generations and generations and generations after like Abraham believed without even seeing the fruition of what that would be like I don't know God is good even when we can't see it and we especially in America live in such a feeling world that if we can't feel it we don't think it's real or true or what we do feel is what we think is real or true and faith is not based on feeling faith is a choice to choose to believe despite how we may feel. And I think often our feelings can follow that. Mm. Like I have so much peace and joy right now in a way I've never experienced before, partially because I've been laying a lot down at the feet of Jesus and I'm not trying to control anymore because I genuinely believe using control and I don't have to do this this and this and this and this and this and this and keep it all together and have my house picked up and my kids acting perfectly and having me be the most wonderful mom and so patient. Like, there's just a freedom in believing that God is really who he says he is. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. I really hope that's encouraging too.
0: Yeah. This Someone. one, I feel like this conversation is almost harder to, to nail down because it's, it's kind of nuanced, but it's, it's belief in something that we can't see or understand. Um, and, like, we know that we're saved by our faith. Um, but outside of that, it's, like, it, it's just really hard thing to nail down. But we just have to choose. Like you said, we, it is a choice. You have to choose to have faith in, in God in a, in a new way. I've been replaying what I said earlier when I lost you, and I don't think it really made sense. So... Sorry for adding confusion to the conversation, no, but um
1: they really I, I don't it, think it was as it confusing was, as you thought
0: well, hopefully not. um I think I was just trying to draw this connection to like the fact that faith is a strength of mine, and I don't really seem to struggle with it, but that could also be like I'm just a very loyal person too, mm-hmm. so it's just like when I latch on something like I'm in I'm there, like yeah, why would I ever change? Why would I do something different <laughs> um, mm. and uh so that could be that part. But anyways, I was just trying to draw this connection mm-hmm. there, and I don't think it I really drew it well. Um,
1: no, I appreciate you sharing it.
0: Anyways, so, yeah. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Like Kaylee said, hopefully it was helpful for you and encouraging. Yeah. So, I
1: just encourage you to ask God to take your faith deeper. Mm-hmm. Do some of your own biblical like study. Look up passages on faith, ask the Holy Spirit to talk to you, to open your eyes, to take you deeper still, to lay things on your heart to pray for, and then believe it as you pray for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Thanks, y'all. Bye.